0: Today's, today's year is um, Okay, as follows. So we're, we're going to continue what well, we started a few weeks ago, Shabbos in America. And we were basically, we mapped out so far um, who ended up in America, when they ended up in America, and how that made fighting for Shabbos challenging. And uh, that's, I think, what we got up to. We, we began to address Reb Moshe and his great contribution to to turning over Shabbos in America we ended off with a one-off to highlight it and I want to go back and revisit Rav a little bit more in depth but let's just um, we'll reset the table a little bit just before we go right there so in in 18 in 1844 there was a conference in Brunswick in Germany by the reform the early reform movement Abraham Geiger was the leader of of this movement and in 1844 they met to, the, to chart out the charter for the reform movement, what they would care about, what they wouldn't care about. Some of the things that they that they done by that conference was if tefillah needs to be in Lashen Kadesh, if Jews should still be davening for Mashiach, and other similar questions. They left it kind of open, and then in 1845, they gathered together again in Frankfurt, and they were machria that most tefillahs don't need to be in Lashen Kadesh, and that a German Jew shouldn't be davening for, for Mashiach anymore. It, it, it raises questions of dual loyalty and uh, several other uh, great innovations. Now, Rav Eager, Eger, Reb, Reb Kiv Eger was, was not alive at this point anymore. Rav was the Rav of Posen. He took, took taken over his father, Steller, and he wrote to the Arach Lener a letter saying, you know, look what's going on in Germany, the reform, we must do something about it. To which the Arch Lener responded, yes, come quick to Frankfurt, meet me, and we're gonna discuss, you know, how to, how to move forward. So Rav Shlema Eger, there's a letter that we have preserved in a safer called uh, uh, what's it called? Igeris Seferim, Igor Seferim, the letters of the family Sefer, Sefer and Eger. It's Sefer, Kveger, Shleim Eger. It's all different letters that, that uh, Ben Mishpacha preserved. And in there, there's a letter from Shleim where he writes about his trip to, to Frankfurt. I'm sorry, to Hamburg to meet the Aruch L'Ener, to discuss this movement. And then he writes, it's Erev Teshuvah. He writes, I'm, I'm super tired, but I'm going to tell you about what happened on my trip to go meet these G'daylom. He says, the Oroch sent me, he told me, come quick, come quick, we have a lot to discuss. He says, I hurried over there quickly to, to Frankfurt and Berlin. I got there on, the, on Wednesday, he says, and uh, I went on the train. He was an old man already and travel wasn't easy. He says, I got there, the Oroch Lener and his household were me a tremendous amount of COVID." When I got to Altuna, which is a suburb of Hamburg, where they they me tremendously, he says. And uh, then he says we got to talking, and when we got to talking, suddenly everything closed. He says, Larfunair was Mamish not receptive to my message. I brought a whole country where I said that the reform is so beyond the pale that we need to kick them out of Kla Yisrael and, and, and you know, make them to get rid of them in Gansen. And I found Larfuner was very not receptive to my message, he says. And then I suddenly I heard, he says, that Rev. Nathan uh, Nathan Adler from the Chief Rabbi of London was going to be back in Hamburg for his mother's 80th birthday. He He says they're making a big birthday party for her for her 80th birthday and her son, the Chief Rabbi of London, came back for a few days. I said, what a mazel that he's here too. He has a clear head, I'll go talk to him. He says he came and in the footnote he writes, he describes a little bit about the birthday party, how nice and grand the birthday party, that the whole town celebrated her 80th birthday. And... uh, he says, I went and I spoke to him for two hours. And, uh, and he says, again, same reaction. He, he listened to me. But when it came time to my akhara saying that they need to be kicked out and they're beyond the pale. Again, he said, maybe wait a year or two. See if they change. See if there's any modifications. Don't rush to kick them out. And he says, what I think, he says as follows, he says, yearly, that they're afraid of the gvirim who are and take care of them, he says, because the Germans are a very proper culture, and even if they have other ideas, still, the Mechabit, their Rabbanim, like, you know, and the Arachlaner and the in Hamburg are afraid of their Balabatim, they don't want to rack, rack the boat too much, he says. He says, I would have been better off if I would have gone to the Hungarian Rabbanim first. The Hungarian Rabbanim would have signed on, and they would have been pro it. Now it's already going to be a fight amongst the Rabbanim, and I'm going to leave it for now. I'm tired, I'm old, I'm going to leave it for now. That's what uh, Shalem Eger writes. He's very, very, very disappointed. And what this, what this letter is highlighting is that there is this divide even amongst the Rabbanim, even amongst the gedolim, when faced with something like this, like, you know, an outside element or modernization or whatever. So what do you do? Do you say, it's traif, it's Chaza treif, kick it out completely, don't be curious if you have to separate yourself, which is Shalem Eger's, you know, tzugang, which he says he felt would have been much more supported by the Hungarian Rabbanim. Or do you say, keep them in the community, we'll work with them a little, we'll try to modify, let's see if we can get them to change, which was more what Arachlaner and, and Renasson of Hamburg were, were suggesting. Now, fast forward 100 years, in the 1950s, this is where we left off. In the 1950s, as the conservative movement is taking root in the United States, and they're holding by being mater cars to drive to shul, and microphones in shul, and mixed seating in khadayma, and their popularity is swelling, and the amount of kehillists that are conservative in America by far dwarfs the the Orthodox Kila, a very similar question arises. How do you proceed? You say, this is terrible, get rid of it, ignore it, throw it away, or do you, you know, make some sort of working arrangement? Now, there was two, uh, I don't want to get sidetracked on this too much, but there was two, uh, like, conferences of Rabbanim, two groups of Rabbanim in the United States at that time. There was the RCA, which is the Rabbinical Council of America, it still exists. Um, The RCA was... Call it the more left-leaning group, the more Americanized group of, 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 uh, of Rabbanim. The group that most graduates of YU were Shaykh to, and then there was the Hesachtas Rabbanim. The Hisachtas Rabbanim was more ultra-Orthodox, more Haredi, the way we know Haredi. The Hesachtas Rabbanim had, had uh, their group. Now, the RCA was a modern, powerful, potent group. It was very popular it had more people and more excitement, more going on in its movement in the 1950s in the Sachtas Rabbanim, which was a more ancient, like dying out, move, dying out rabbinical conference in the United States. Now, in the, at that time, the head of the Sachtas of the, of the Rabbanim was a blaze of silver, the rabbi of Cincinnati, and uh, he was an old Litzvish Shagayin, Taka Goin, you know, someone who knew by the time in his teens already, learned by rabbi Chaim Ezer, an old Lithuanian, but he had been in America for, for thirty years already. He had seen the American landscape. He was working much more with the American, you know, psyche. And after the war, when, when all the Rishishevis and and you know, people who survived the Holocaust in Europe came, there was a big change. Like there was a big changing of the guard in the Sachdes Rabbanim, and it became much more, much more stark. Now, in 1956, uh, a letter was published by eleven of the Gedalis Rishishevis in America where it says as follows. They said, we were asked a question by many Rabbanim in this, in this community. Are we allowed to join Bimit Khabar with an organization that allows Rabbanim from other streams to be part of it, i.e. the RCA or similar organizations, an organization that allows other Rabbanim to be part of its, you know, umbrella organizations, an organization that partners with, with organizations that have other Rabbanim, you know, conservative or reform or conservative or etc. We Are we allowed to serve jointly in such an institution? Uh, so it says the letter, we gathered together it was, it was clear to us that it's we were to be uh, uh, it lists to be a specific to be a to be a be a to the and and Be. now the ones who sign on to this is this this uh, movement was led by Rav Aaron but the ones who sign on is literally the the Rov Minyan of of all the Rishivas it's Rav Ram Yafin, and Ram Aaron Cutler Gedali Shore of David Lifschitz Chaim Orchay Katz Rabbi Kamenetsky Rav Ruderman Rav Hutner Rav Mendel Zaks and Rav this is the now the this is the 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 list the eleven the eleven uh, who signed on it. Now, Rabbi Lazy Silver was invited to sign on this, on this, uh, on this missive as well, as was Rabbi Salvechik from YU and several others. And they, and I'm not, I'm not trying to be invatul. They, you know, held more like the way Lauchlaner and and Rassin Hamburg held that. Yes, there's a movement that's arising and that's becoming very popular, but. We have to have a balance. We'll work with them. We'll try to modify what we can. We'll try to keep them in the fold. And Blaise of Silver spoke about it by the Hisachat conferences throughout the 50s and 60s. And we have like, uh, you know, speeches that are written down. There's a biography about him that collected a lot of these. Where he spoke Lahedya of his displeasure with like, that it's, it's all moving to black and white and to kanoyas and that he says there was always some kanoyim but that everyone should be a kanoyim. That's not possible. And there needs to be a bigger tent. And you see very much the same, uh, you know, difference of opinion that Rishleim Eger is describing in his letter play out again 100 years later in the United States when it comes time to figuring out how to deal with the reform movement. Now, yeh, opposition, no opposition, this psak this, uh, from the G'dayli Reshivas became the working mahalach the working, uh, to deal with it. And the, the one who Mamish put the teeth into this psak, the one who added the teeth, who showed in every circumstance, where it could be relevant, and how to actually live out this psak, is Rav Moshe. So it's a general gisha towards conservatism and reform and towards modernization of the rabbin in America. And it spills over into Shabbos in a very, very clear way. But I'm going to start a little bit from the regular <coughs> gisha towards conservatism and reform that Rav Moshe expresses. It's, it's in 25 of his tshuvas. And then we'll move on to the Shabbos-specific ones, just to show the, the relevance of Shabbos. Now, just... Right, right off the bat, there's a big question. Had it done, uh, a Reform rabbi earlier placing already said is an apikaris. because yes, they don't believe in the she'ach and they don't believe in certain the Ikri Adas, so they're apikarsim. But the the conservative ideology does not require one to not believe in the same things that, that a Reform rabbi doesn't believe in. So, as a Reform rabbi, a conservative rabbi, also called an apikaris. Now, Rambamish is from the first ones to write it, and this received pushback. This shuvah from other achernim contemporaries who were chelut on him who said. Mechatesa, there's you no, know, this conditions for it. Rabbi Moshe makes no distinction. Rav every time he talks about a conservative rabbi, all dated after 1956. Rabbi Moshe says they're apikarsim, they're kaifrim, It's in Chuvas and Archaim, it's in Shuvas and Evinazar, it's, it's in, in several places. Rabbi Moshe makes no distinction. He says her rabbis, she, she, rabbis, he says her rabbis Raisha, Aleph, yod, yod He calls them always her rabbis him keifrim mamish umumrim It goes all the way. There are mumrim lahachas, there are mesis umadich. There's no redeeming. He says. Uh, he continues in a chuvana and He says <that> ha can, ha conser- It's a long word in Hebrew. conservatives. Moshe says there's nothing. There's no distinction. They're the same as reform. They're the same as every kaifer who's ever been. They may see some hadichim for Chil Shabbos, specifically like we know from their tshuva in the 1950s to be mad, they driving, etc. And uh, the Mamela, uh, their mamish, no no, no sheikhs. Now, in regards to, uh, let's say, uh, Rabbi wants to know could you could you be a uh, reformer, conservative rabbi with a bracha under the chuppah? He's not going to be beside The kedushin. He said the kedushin is no good. He's reformed. He's conservative. No, see the Kiddushin. Could you give him a bracha under the chuppah? Could you give him a kibud? Could he do? I uh, think like the rabbis spoke say. Could he do glila in shul? You're not going to give him a bracha that's lichuv. Could he do glila in shul? It says Reb Moshe, it's pasha to him that if you hear a bracha from a reformed rabbi or a conservative rabbi, you're not yaitze. The olive ila anas amain. You have to be careful not to answer main because it's main, you say him after his bracha. And, <coughs> and then he says nishnar Even if the brachas would be a bracha, he says. Aslh chabad rav reform me but anything. You can't give him a brachas, you can't give him a brachas, you can't and he says, kibud kedusha Even though he says I can't tell you there's an issur batzim. I can't tell you that it's asr to give a conservative rabbi, you know, psicha or glila or something like that. Aval Bin Issa The Isr that Ramasha hangs it on, he says, it's an issachanifa. Don't don't be mechavid rabbis or a kaifer in everything that you hold sacred. With a, a psicha, a glila even something that's not likuva, something that you don't need to be He handles, let's say, kedushin that's done by a Reform rabbi. Now, once we know what he what he holds about a bracha, it would be kind of it, it follows easily. Rabbi Moshe says that uh, that uh, a kedushin that, that that they make, and this is a, a grace cooler really, is batul mivotul get. The nafkumin is that someone was married in a conservative kedushin. There's many shahs like this from a grimble. You talk about it. Someone who's married in a conservative or a reformed Kedushin and then later separates without a divorce and goes on to have children with another husband or etc. Those children wouldn't be called Mamzerim because the Kedushin were nothing. And Ramesha held like this ladina. Ramayisha passed like this many times. I mean this is all part of his, his uh, building out the teeth of this psak that, that uh, conservative is mamish is mamish Kaifrim, mamish not, not part of our. Obviously Ramayisha says in, in and in, in Ebenezer that gerus that's done by uh, by a conservative rabbi says R' Moshe, it's <coughs> mizoyif mitayche. The kabbalas mitzvah says mizoyif mitayche. You don't even believe in the mitzvahs. How could you be a kabbalah mitzvahs with someone else? You don't even believe in all the mitzvahs. It's mizoyif mitayche. He says they don't ain yaidem A They don't care to keep it if they know it. And the kabbalas mitzvah is nothing because where do you have a kabbalas mitzvah? Someone who doesn't keep mitzvahs. He handles using one of their mikvahs for geiris. for an orthodox Rav who lives in a, some far flung town where there is no orthodox mikveh, but he wants to be a guy or someone. Could he be toivel, his, his ger candidate, in a conservative mikveh? Says Rav no, can't, can't use a conservative mikveh, it's not a kosher mikveh. Um, it, it continues, Rav doesn't allow uh, orthodox shul to rent space in a conservative shul to Davanim. To rent space in a basement or a simchol, not allowed. Can't even rent space over there. Um, rav Meshach doesn't allow people to take a job, to be a janitor in a conservative shul, not only a rav, or a, a sheikhet, which Ramesha has tshuvahs about specifically, which we'll get to. Even to be a janitor in a conservative shul, Ramesha says it's not allowed. So Ramesha really adds the teeth to this psaq. This this called Kaira from 1956. Ramesha really adds the teeth to this psak that conservative is to be looked at, mamish like reform is to be looked at as mamish like a, a different stream. Rab Aaron, in, in a speech that he gave you know, a few years later, I saw in, in, in the Haparades. <clears throat> Rabbi Aaron writes, says that there's a big toyist that people think. People think that just like there's Svarim and Ashkenazim, there's conservative and unorthodox. It says it's, and you know, there's two streams, okay? This one does this, this one does that. There's different... Rabbi says, chas v'shalom, there's, there's no two streams. There's, there's one stream of Yiddishkeit that can be broken into many streams, like, you know, Svarim, Ashkenazim, Yemenites, etc. But conservatism, that's not part of Yiddishkeit, which is, again, like like this psaac from 1956, Rabbi Baron is reiterating, but Ramesha adds... 15 psakim halakhala that have to do with this with this ideology and each one of them has chalkim on it, meaning uh, the, for the most part, Rav Moshe, the people who like to attack, you know, the psakim, were attacking the coolest, you know, people like the Manal Igris and, the, you know, some of the Satmer Chuvas and whatever, are always trying to paint Rav Moshe as, as the mekel and attack the coolest. These are all, all of them are chumras, and you still have plenty of rabbanim. you know, uh, I have a safer at home called Psichas Igris, which is a more respectful attempt at being a manal Igris if that's possible. And and uh, in it he collects all the different, you know, later literature on different or And I did a, a quick look through. It's it's twenty chuvas, I couldn't look at each one, but a quick browse. every one of these chuvas has several Meshivim afterwards who are chalik and say like, you know, how could you have Mechatesa, thing, etc. So these were khadushim in their time to look at the conservative movement, you know, with such an extreme gishah, that Ramesh was looking at it. Now, so now let's move on to, to some of the, how it's negated, the Shabbos, and really what, what we're supposed to be talking about. So, the most famous one that I think everyone knows is about the Shabbos clock, that Ramesh talks about. Now, just be, be, the, the Maram sheik, you know, many years before Ramesh talks about the Shabbos clock, wrote a tshuva to the Shaila Meshiv, to the Gedele Acherinim, discussing the Shaila about the Shabbos clock, and we have both of their letters back and forth. They're not very long. They bring that there's a rekeyach that would indicate that it should be aser, but otherwise they think it should be mutter. And the whole chuva is about, you know, a page and a half between the two of them with the maram shik and the shayla meishiv, both, neither one of them, uh, you know, Grace and, Mekil, and both mainstream g'day and g'day Paiskim are Mekel and say that the Shabbos, clock, the Shabbos clock is not a problem. And the shayla Meshiv a addresses, he says, v'af dar and there's makam for chumra. But the say I can't be Meishah. Ein lanu lahoisiv gzerus al gzerus chachamenu. Chazal didn't make such gzerus. We don't have to be Meishah gzerus on top of Chazal's gzerus. This is what the Shaila Meishah says. Now, Reb Meishah, in uh, this truva is dated in, in 1977. But Reb Meishah held like this earlier. He certainly held like this earlier. We have psakim like verbal psakim earlier. Reb Meishah writes, "Hinev uh, You could set up a Shabbos clock on erev shabbos." But that he could start cooking tomorrow. He says, You can't be mad at such a thing. Listen to his svarah. Because through such an, such an instrument of a Shabbos clock, he says, You can have every factory and every malach, malach and every job running on Shabbos just like it was before Shabbos. There is no bigger zilzul for Shabbos than creating a workaround that could allow you to have Whatever factories you want and whatever operations you want to have operational on Shabbos, it says. Mm-hmm. Just like Chazal Asar, Amir because of this Svarah, v'gam. This is a grace of khidish, and this is addressing the Shaila Meshav's point, which Meshav does not address, you know, out loud. Meshav doesn't quote the Shaila Ram ramshik, but addressing the Shaila Meshav's point, he says Vagam, ulai whom imeila bechalal seze yacholiot that is bechalmasai mana. when Chazal made gzeri Amir La'akam, they included Shabbos clocks. Because it's the same zilzal of Shabbos. It's the fact that business as usual can't continue. They asked this. This is included in Chazal's of Amir LaAkum. Then he goes through the the famous Muki Yasef with the Eish uh, Mishum and the sugya, and he, could, he talks about that. And then he he circles back around. And he says after he handles the sugya of Mishum Chitzay a person's might having ramifications later on and still being you know connected directly to him he says alayesh tam god the lesser mitamahar dazulul de shabat de shabas the azulzu diyamt fa asrm kamad varam it says <laughs> it's Pasha, this is a of <laughs> <laughs> Actually, B'yichud, B'yichud. even though Chazal didn't specify this it's for sure included he says the he says it's also on the that's also the of the continues <laughs> but. Remysha very clearly feels like over here, Lemigdur Milsa. It would be a, it would be a tremendous Zilz of Shabbos if you create a workaround that, that a person could just, you know, business could go on as usual. That can't be allowed. I he can't really find a place to, to be tailored in Siser. He starts off with Zilz of Shabbos, he ends with Zilz of Shabbos. in the middle, he tries to be titled in, like you know, Mice that a person's buchy for his mice, even you know, down the road. But but the Shailamash of you know, many on this. So this is another example. Of, of Rav Meisha's, you know, strong kifas and khumr in regards to Shabbos. Now there's a few more chuvas in Yeridea. These are interesting idea. The, the, the din is that a sheikhet, who is a chashud on, on mitzvahs or Avaris is, is not kosher, a kapanim without supervision to Dushchitah. Someone who's only a mummala and with supervision would still be kosher. Someone who's a mummala hachas, even with supervision is not kosher. This is an oversimplification, but in Simon Bayes in Yeridea, there's a lot of dinim, but who's kosher, kosher to be a sheikhet? Rav Meisha has several chuvas together People who are nichshul in and yomesh Shabbos if they're kosher to be a sheichet. Lamashal he has a shaylov here about a sheichet who who's makal on hisurim derabanan. Um, he's makal on hisurim derabanan. He carries on Shabbos, which in in uh, you know is probably only in this derabanan where he lives, but he's makal on that is abanon if he's kosher to be a sheichet. So says Rabbi Meisha. He says, oh, I'm sorry, sorry. The sheichet carries on Shabbos in places where it's only has derabanan, and his store is open on Shabbos. Which again, Mechachu is probably only the Rabbanon. We saw, we, we spoke last time about a uh, Tshuva like this. You know, the uh, Mechamav only be the Rabbanon. So, so he says in it says Likely, if you are in the and this is a big Chiddush, like in Hilchos it's is because you're not Have a happy That's even more than just being you know, an Esther here or there. When you see someone who disregards, you know, Rabbinic Yisurim, you have to be that he's probably just an not He says, in this that he tells us that his store is only open because his wife is not, not Shabbos-observant. But he, of course, doesn't do any Yisurim on Shabbos. He says, uh, he says, that's the very hevel. He says, even if it's true that his wife is just not Shabbos, and he bats him and tries to be Shabbos, and he just... He's weak and certain you know, issues. can't eat from a shchit at all. He talks about a sheikhet, who, who david, who sheikhet who's a multi-talented fellow. He's a chazan in a conservative synagogue and he davins on a microphone in the, in the conservative synagogue. Now Reb Moshe has like three or four tshuvahs to try to figure out what the iser of a microphone is. Now in the 50s there was something called the transistor microphone, which, which seemingly some place came was Karach and much less isurim. possibly maybe not even at the Rabbanon, Rameshe doesn't feel that way, Rameshe has several shuvahs about it, and uh, <coughs> he says as follows, this, this, ra, this person, the Sheikh, when called to task for the fact that he was a chazan in a conservative synagogue, he says, listen, the rav of this shul, where I daven, this conservative synagogue, was an orthodox educated rav, he learned in yeshivas, and he told me that this is not an hisser, and I'm allowed to do it, he says, he says, says Rameshi, That taina that you had a rav who was mekel for you, doesn't hold water at all. You get a din of like that, because he says why. The organizations that Ramesh was part of, we spoke, we said publicly that it's also to talk into the microphone on Shabbos. go off and tell me? I was listening to some uh, little rub that I asked. It says this is like a tremendous hummer, says You tell me you had a rebel, you were being saved It doesn't matter We set policy already How to look at These surum In America The Psakim on these issues And someone who's making Connected with the G'day The the Rav rabbanim said Has a dinner of Machal Shabbos With Mazet He says In a second show He follows it up And he says That was already a Psak there's no, there's, the gray area is gone. There's no makam for a he says. There's no makam to say that a guy who, who, you know, wants to hang his hat on a psak that he heard, a he and the her, wants to a Paskin, that there's a makam to say he's a shaykh. He says, it's Paskin, it's settled law. To, it's, it's, he, he reiterates his position. He says, uh, it's him He's rather talking about a very, very tenuous situation where he's the only sheikh in town and he instructs the Rav that you could treat him like a mumr l'tayavayin until you get a replacement. You could watch him, you know, Yisrael Lehmud gabav treat him like a mumr l'tayavayin only until you find the replacement. The minute you find the replacement, you fire him and go right there. That Rav is Ibn Nas is I think Rebnata Greenblatt, if I remember correctly, yeah. Rebnata Greenblatt in, in Memphis writes to him that like, okay, like I'm on board for this sack, but i say in Memphis, we have one shaykhit, and now what do we do? To which your Mershah find. I'll soften a little, you can treat him like a mumr until you find the replacement, and then you have to get rid of him. In, in, uh, in another tshuva, Ramesha handles what the Yisra of talking at the microphone on Shabbos. Ramesha starts off, it's that it's Asr. He brings a few Mekiris, and uh, then he says, he, he ends off, and this is like a crazy line to see in a tshuva for Ramesha. He ends off, he says, the voice, the sound that comes out of the microphone is not exactly the way it sounds when a person talks, meaning it sounds a little different when it comes out of the microphone, he says. He says it's likely there's that's in that. I don't have the time to be married to figure out which is the it is. Now, that's a, a wild thing. I'm saying, I'm saying chuvis go on forever sometimes to, to, be, to, bias, Nisr, to explain something, to go to Rasugya. Ramesha over here is like, the policy comes first. The policy is that this is Asr. We're not, we're not even engaging in this. This is not something that will be discussed. The policy is like the Kolkaira from 1956. It's not kosher. It doesn't matter. There's nothing to talk about. You want to know why it's Asr? Okay, here's a few things why. It could be Asr. The Kolkaira different. Ms. that's the reason for Asr there. I said, I'm not even, even going gonna to go down. I'm not even going to do the work now. Figure it out. Now, like that's, a, that's like a crazy, you know, it's, it's a very like out of character, out of character thing for Moshe, for based on the way his chubhas always look. It's again, it's this idea that Moshe holds that in another Troop of Microphones, he, he uh, again just relies on the fact that if I pierce that good, and Rabbanim, and it's settled law and it doesn't matter. I don't even have to give you really the reasons. He reiterates quickly what the reasons are. He says, And uh, the real reason he says is, uh, he says, and There are people who don't know the reasons. You have to listen to what the Chachamim say. You have to listen to what the Chachamim say. Even if they're Rabbanim or a on me, or khaylik on this position, they have to listen any of Even if these Rabbanim tell me that they're a khaylik they can argue, She says once it's absacked by all the Agudas Rabbanim and by the 11 or Shivas and etc. There's no makhav, it's settled law, it's done. So uh, just, uh, the, and there, there's rather more of these chuvas. I didn't even collect all of them, there's a few more that I didn't bring, but the point is, this was a, a gishah, an attitude to how to approach the weakening of, of orthodoxy, the continuing weakening of orthodoxy and the influence and influx of conservative synagogues and the innovations that they were introducing at the Shabbos and the psaq that the, that the Gedele Roshivas made and that Ramesha added tremendous amount of teeth to was this psaq of like, there's nothing to talk about. It's not something that we're gonna negotiate with. It's, it's. Now, I wanna continue one more piece on Shabbos, but I just wanted to, on Tuesday, July 4th, we're going to have a July 4th uh, learning thing. where I'm going to give, we're going to, it's going to be three weeks related. I'm going to speak about Tzipi Sali Yeshua and taking it too far, a little Satmar, a little Chabad, a little somewhere in the middle, and we'll talk about that. But we're also going to have the, the privilege of, Rivdov is going to give a share on music, Bizman Hazel, And uh, together, the whole program shouldn't be longer than about that. I don't know, 45, 50 minutes. Uh, details to follow.